Creative Sandbox Way Podcast, Episode 147. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, creativity instigator and author of The Creative Sandbox Way, here to explore and investigate anything and everything having to do with transformation through play at work and at home. This episode is sponsored by the 6th Annual Create and Incubate Retreat, September 12th through 16th, 2018, which may seem like it's really far away, but it's actually just around the corner. Give space to your art for five days with me and walk away transformed. That's right. We will play and you will transform. It's a very small retreat, only 12 total, including me. And most of those spots were already snapped up by returning alums. So as of right now, there are just a few spots left, which is why it's really just around the corner. So uh, you can go over to create and incubate retreat.com right now to sign up and see what past retreatants have to say about their experience last year. Early bird pricing and installment plans are available over at create and incubate retreat.com. So this episode is called The Frustration of the Flail. <laughs> what is that all about? Well, at the end of 2015, I faced a moment of truth. <laughs> I am all about creating a little something every day. And I realized at the end of 2015 that I was not getting to my art table to make art. In fact, weeks had gone by, weeks had gone by, and I had not managed to squeeze in even a few minutes, despite the fact that my art table is literally, literally right behind my computer desk. So all I have to do is turn around and take a... two steps, maybe one step to the left to be standing right at my art table. (laughs) Really pathetic, right? But the gravitational pull of my computer is so strong that (laughs) once I turned my computer on, I just could not get myself to turn around (laughs) and get to my art table. So clearly something had to change. And so I asked myself, what do I do? And one thing that I know is the thing I do first is the thing that gets done. The thing I do first is the thing that gets done. So... I thought to myself, how can I do my art truly, truly first thing in my day, as in before I even get out of bed in the morning? How 
can I get a little bit of art making into my day? Really, truly first thing. Because if I can do that, then I wouldn't have to worry about the gravitational pull of my computer sucking me away because the computer is in my studio and I would be across the hall in my bedroom. And the gravitational pull of the computer is not that strong, (laughs) thankfully. (laughs) Now, of course, sitting up in bed, obviously, I couldn't use messy acrylic paints and brushes and big canvases or big parent-sized sheets of paper, but I could use a sketchbook and some Pigma Micron markers. So, you know, not ideal, but something. And my philosophy is you do what you can do. So that's what I did. Now, I confess, I wasn't super, super duper excited about the idea of drawing in black and white because I've always been, before that, (laughs) I'd always been much more of a color person. But, you know, I was desperate. And this was an experiment. And also, at the time, in the corner of my mind, there was this idea that perhaps maybe one day I might create a coloring book, you know, who knows. So that was also an added incentive. And that was how I started my morning doodle practice, which I've been doing pretty much daily in my early morning studio, aka my bed, (laughs) ever since. So it's been over two years now. And sometimes I have worked on teeny tiny canvases and incorporated color. And I've got pictures over in the show notes at creativesandboxway.com slash 147. If you want to take a look at some of the, a few of the hundreds of things I've created over the past couple of years. Of course, sometimes I've worked in sketchbooks, both in color and lots and lots and lots of black and white. And the black and white doodles from 2016 became the illustrations, the colorable, by the way, illustrations that you'll find on almost every single page of my book, The Creative Sandbox Way, creativesandboxway.com. By the way, you can read all about my book, The Creative Sandbox Way. Sometimes I've worked on postcards the past, uh, well, since my birthday, Is it before my birthday? I can't remember if I started it before. I did a birthday fundraiser and I did doodles for that. For everybody who donated to the fundraiser, I did a doodle on a postcard. And then I just continued on postcards for quite a while. So I did, oh my gosh, maybe a hundred of those or something. And there was even a month when I practiced drawing faces. And I include one of the pictures of my faces, some of my faces there. Um, And I, I do wonder how much better I could have gotten in the year and a half since then, if I had kept up with that. But apparently drawing faces just doesn't hold my interest the way abstraction does. I don't know why. I just, it just, that's, it is what it is. Anyway, the important thing is that for over two years, I've taken a little bit of my morning to doodle almost every single day. Now, There have been days when I have been utterly delighted, utterly delighted by what I've created. So much so that at times I have laughed out loud 
It's that's been great. I love that. That is the part of the creative process when I am in the groove. And it is absolutely my favorite part. And I wish that that would last forever. I wish it was always like that. I wish it would last forever. (laughs) But alas, it never does. Inevitably, there are days when I don't like what I create, when the inner critic gremlins go totally nuts, telling me that I suck, that what I'm creating sucks, that I should quit, who do I think I am, etc., etc., etc. Ugh. Now that is always going to happen. It's just always going to happen. Gremlins are always going to pop up. Not a big deal. We know what to do with gremlins. We dismiss them. We send them off to get pedicures. And when I'm in the groove, those days when the gremlins go crazy are few and far between. But after the groove has gone on for a while, it it eventually, <laughs> invariably, deepens into a rut. <sighs> And where a groove feels fun and delightful, a rut feels boring, uncomfortable, and it feels like something has got to change. But I don't know what, and I don't know how. And here is where the flailing starts. And for a while, I keep at the same thing, I'm trying, keep trying to keep the groove going because that groove, it felt so good, right? But now it's stale. It's not working anymore. And I'm just rehashing the same thing, but it's lost the magic. It's not a groove anymore. It's a rut. And I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go next. And it is so painful. And here's the thing. I always, I always try to think my way out of it to think my way into another groove. But that never works because you can't think your way to creativity. You have to do something. Creativity is about action. You have to get your hands dirty, either literally or metaphorically. You cannot think your way there. You have to do your way there. You have to act your way there. (sighs) It is so uncomfortable. It feels like I've got this itchy old skin that I'm trying to molt, and the only way to get it off is to flail and bump around on things, which is kind of painful. (laughs) So that's where I am right now. I'm in the flailing stage. I'm seeking out my next groove, knowing that it may very well be a long time, maybe weeks or months before I find it so frustrating. But that's the creative process. And there is no getting around it. It is what it is. And I'm sharing this with you. So that if you are feeling frustrated, if you are hating what you're creating, like I am, here's what I can tell you. One, you are not alone. And two, it's all part of the process. So try to focus on those little sparks of enjoyment that you experience in the process, because that's what's really important. Remember Creative Sandbox Way guidepost number two, 
Think process, not product. You will get back to the place where you enjoy what you create again. But for now, keep bringing your attention back to the process, the experience, and make that fun for yourself. Because really, if that's not fun, why are you doing it? Something to consider. Now go get creating. And that brings us to something cool. This week's something cool is something very pragmatic, which is Backblaze, the world's easiest cloud backup. At least that's what their advertising says. And it is for me. Uh, it's Backblaze is something that I've been using personally for, I don't know how long. It's been a couple of years now. And let me tell you, it it lets me sleep a lot easier at night knowing that all of my data, everything on my computer, everything on my external hard drives, which are being my external hard drives are my all of my data from my computer internal hard drive is already being backed up to an external hard drive because I'm a believer in redundant redundancy. (laughs) And all of the data on my computer and my external hard drives is being backed up to the cloud via Backblaze. And yeah, that helps me sleep better at night because I have had crashing hard drives. (laughs) I have experienced crashing hard drives. And boy, it is not pretty when you run your entire business on your computer and all of not to mention all your photos and everything in your life is on your computer. If it dies, you're screwed. So I am really happy that I found Backblaze. I have a link over in the show notes at creativesandboxway.com slash 147. It is an affiliate link. So if you click through and you decide to sign up, I'll get some small percentage. I don't even know what the percentage is. It's not very big. It's not like it's going <laughs> to like pay my bills or anything. But uh, I've been very happy with Backblaze. So that is this week's something cool. Backblaze. So that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're getting value out of the this podcast, as always, share it with a friend. And I would be super appreciative if you would take a moment and hop on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. If you don't know how to do that, not a problem. I have step-by-step instructions over at creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes dash review. That's creativesandboxway.com slash iTunes hyphen review. And if you email me to let me know that you left a review and let me know how the podcast has made a difference in your own life, that is how you can apply to be considered for a listener spotlight. And if I pick you, we will have a really fun, relaxed conversation and you will get to be featured on the podcast. Pretty cool. So that is it. Until next time, thanks again for joining me and go get creating. Mm-hmm.
Subscribe at creativesandboxway.com slash podcast.